Welcome to YouTube's favorite comic book channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Going to have a fun conversation today, man, showing off some great bootlegs that we acquired at Heroes Con. Uh, the conversation is going to be about uh, new comic book readership, getting new readers involved in the game. But first, we must let you guys know about uh, the Patreon. And uh, the Patreon is where the King Kayfabers are able to see the videos before anybody else. The King Kayfabers hang out with us in the chat room while we record these videos. Before we shot this video, we did a couple of minutes with them exclusively to hip them to where to get these bootleg comics because it's not like there's even thousands of them. There's a couple hundred of these things. They are accessible. You can get them, but uh, there's a finite amount of those. King K Fabers get those first. And uh, the bulk of the conversation today, I think, is going to be about raising comic book awareness, raising new comic book readership, and uh, Cartoonist Kayfabe has an effort that we call uh, Cartoonist Kayfabe Comic Book Christmas in July. This is where, uh, going to be the second annual one, last year, we got, we rallied the troops, got everybody to uh, visit their free little lending libraries in, in their neighborhood, in their city, and we dumped comics across America, Thou probably tens of thousands of comics if we had a thousand people supporting us. And if you go deep enough into our social media, you'll see all the pictures that we reposted from people who uh, who visited their free little lending libraries. It's going to be the last Saturday in July, and we're encouraging you to take your comic book doubles, spend a couple dollars at the dollar bin at your local shop, cartoonists out there who, who watch Cartoonist Kayfabe, uh, grab your comp copies, and let's sprinkle this country full of comics in those free little lending libraries, generate some new readership, and uh, create another generation of comic book reader and artist. And without further ado, Jimmy, let's take a look at these bootlegs that we acquired at Heroes Con. The Superheroes Mini Comic Collection, put out by Post Serial, beginning in 1979. You have the 1980 series and 1981. Plus, we have Marvel superheroes that came packed in with uh, bubble, bubble, bubble Funnies Bubblegum. Yeah, right off the bat, man, you're talking about making new readers and stuff. Why doesn't this exist now? Yeah. I, the cereal aisle is not smaller than it used to be. It's true. Uh, and it's all sugary kind of toy kid, kid stuff. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Um, it just doesn't. It doesn't seem like this would be that much effort for a big company like a Disney or a Time Warner to like get these comics in front of people. I have questions. Is it the cereal company who's like, you know, Captain Crunch is eating our lunch? Uh, what's the what's the um popcorn with the ca caramel shit the the cracker jack thank okay. you thank you very much <laughs> glad to help <laughs> um yeah they're eating our lunch with all their little gizmos and stuff so is it the cereal company is it post that went to dc or is it dc that had a wing to try to license their stuff as far as i know like sven at marvel is fielding calls but he's not he's not taking like a portfolio around door to door to Madison Avenue to try to like make stuff happen. But I think Marvel and DC should, should have that guy. This video is brought to you by the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. You can join at three different levels, get early access to our videos to offset the Kayfabe effect. And at the King Kayfabe level, you get access to all of our videos early and the recording session live. It is also brought to you by the books that we make. My latest self-published book, True Crime Funnies, is now available on my website, jimrug.com. 
I am actually having a summer sale offering up some of my past comics that have been unavailable online, including my Blacklight comic, Octobriana 1976, my Wrestling Zine, a collection of wrestling art and covers that I've done over the years, as well as uh, screen prints and out-of-print zines and mini-comics like Rambo 3.5, While Supplies Last. Ed Piscor's upcoming books include the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus. You see the cover proof here. This is going to be a beautiful book. Over 500 pages, including 140 extra pages, plus all of the Hip Hop Family Tree strips. This will be in time for the holidays this year, and it'll be the book of the holidays. There's also an upcoming X-Men Grand Design trilogy collection. All three volumes of X-Men Grand Design coming out later this year from Marvel in one handy volume. These have gone in and out of print, so if you need X-Men Grand Design in your life, and you do, that is the easiest way to pick that one up. Pre-order it now. And Red Room Crypto Killers, number one, this is the start of the third and final season of Red Room. These are coming out now monthly, so... Get those on your pool list. Let your comic shop know that you want to subscribe to Crypto Killers. And issue number three, which is coming out next, has a backup featuring a new set of characters that Ed will be working on for the foreseeable future. So could be a uh, great rock key to add to your collection. And now back to our video. Pay yeah, that guy. I, I don't know when this goes away. Because it's not like these are the only two times that they were inserting comics and little mini comics and various things. You know what I mean? Like, this used to be a real promo. You can find, if you look online for this kind of stuff, I've had people give me Hulk comics, like mini comics. Yeah. They come with all sorts of stuff throughout history. Yeah. And then at some point, this just goes away and I don't understand it because like, yeah, flip through there and think about what you're looking at there. It's just a mini comic. It's cheap. You know, they're like 16 pages, I think. And, and small. This is actually a little bit bigger than they were originally run. It's nice. Um, there's a note in the beginning talking about the originals and the reproduction. So the original of this was four inches by three inches, and this is blown up to six and a quarter by four and three quarters. It looks great at this size, but you know, at four by three inches, this is a cheap, cheap piece that was being put into these cereal boxes. Yeah, let's talk numbers, man. It might be four pages of comic art that the company is soliciting. And we know that every place pays more than the comic companies. So the comic company could probably like uh, say that have the same page rate. It would be nice if you added a little bit, you know, with the profits that you'd be making from the company. But pay the same page rate, three, four pages. The money that's coming in from Post or whatever serial company will be will will pay for it instantly. Because there's got to be millions of these things. Totally. You walk down a cereal aisle, it's not like there's two boxes of, uh, you know, post cereal. It's it's deep in the in the shelves. You would have been a kid at this time. Do you remember these? I don't remember these, and I would have eaten this up. What are but the... I was probably eating, like, generic cereal. Right, yeah. I was a poor kid at this time. Sure. But you know what? This is also early. Like, 1979, I'm, I'm two. 80, I might not have been, oh, uh, yeah, sure. you know, even eating the cereal yet. Right. But... It just seems like, you know, there are creative ways that this these things could be put in front of people today. And they I don't know why this isn't done more. I think it's crucial. I think it's absolutely crucial. Uh, the way that that we happen upon our, our, our comics, it's always an accident. You know, it's going to the barber shop. It's, you know, hanging out at somebody's house and seeing some stuff. Uh, to, to have comics in your face like this, it's fantastic. You know... The other part, too, is that it is literary, so there are the kids out there who are like, I'm so mad that I didn't get a whistle. I got this fucking thing. They want me to read. I know what they're doing. They're trying to get me to read, but they're not our peers, you know? They're, they're not part of our game. They're the kids who grab this and are like, 
I've heard of Wonder Woman. I'd like to see an adventure. Uh, let me see what this character is about. And if you do the right thing, you're going to be able to excite people to, to seek this stuff out. Yeah, this stuff is... Um... I think there's also a conversation to be had about the presentation of this because we look at a lot of bootlegs. These are really nicely put together. Yeah. And when you think about, like, how do you reprint something from 1981, um, this isn't a bad way to do it. It's true. You know, I think he's probably bumping up the white a little bit, but not too much because you still see a little bit of the off-white, like in the backgrounds and in right. these word balloons, but it has that warm quality. You see the dots from the classic printing. You know, I'm sure these were printed on uncoated cheap paper. And that's all preserved here, you know? So it's just a scan with probably a bump up in levels and uh, off you go to the printer. A lot of reprints would benefit from, from reprinting this way. Absolutely. The very last ones that I can remember grabbing. Now, if you go down to even Target, they might still have um, a, a Star Wars figure or two that has that shaken issue number one in the blister pack. Like I've, I've seen that oh, within the past five, 10 years. Um, the last stuff that I remember where it's like, new comic probably be spawn i was gonna say like spawn used to package those those comics yes and that just came to mind a little late but like that had the same deal you know like and what was interesting was it wasn't his work he would like have have job dudes yeah like churn that out but before that uh probably close to this size pro probably closer to this because this is pretty standard mm -hmm. um gi joe late period you know like the got to get tough yo joe that era gi joe with metalhead and shit uh, they would come packed in with uh, with comics that were not... I don't think they were like Larry Hama comics. This also, uh, I got to add, I just find these attractive. Yeah. It's very... It's simple art, but it's also like when I think of comic books and superheroes, like this stuff fits the bill. It'd be very easy for a kid to read. If this was your first comic, you'd have no problem following this. Yeah, and they chose the right stuff, the, like the tentpole stuff, which is exactly what you want. You know, no B-listers, like... What are you hanging your hat on, DC Comics? It's got to be, you know, uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. And then when you get into seasons of this stuff, then you could start putting your Supergirls and your Green Lanterns and, and stuff like that. But uh, it does make me curious, and I think we've said this before in the past episodes, but I'm curious who the artists are on this stuff. Yeah, and uh, the info that came back last time with the superpowers, they said uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez was the guy on that stuff. Who was at Heroes set up, by the way? He was. I saw uh, a lot Chris of good stories and nice interactions with him. Saw Chris Pitzer. Man, I love this one too. Like, that's such the mini comic size, and it's that orientation of uh, comics and stuff. I would have eaten this up as a kid. Yeah. All that said, I think I could make better ones. Like, in terms of the story. Like, I'm saying, if I was like a, the DC guy, like, I feel like I would know exactly what to do to sell this to make kids excited about digging digging in the comics it also feels like this would have been synchronized unofficially but like saturday morning cartoons feel like right in line with this kind of stuff do you remember a day dude when you would watch a shitty cartoon it might be like dungeon dragons cartoon not for the cartoon but for the spider-man that comes dropping down like the guy in a suit like just like at the end where it's like deke or like yeah. marvel comics <laughs> entertainment and it would just be that Spider-Man. Just that glimpse of a 10-second, 5-second glimpse of a human Spider-Man. Uh, that was everything to me. It was. Boy, it also calls to mind just the uh, all-in-color for a dime kind of, you know, like the four-color fantasy kind of approach. Like, these Look colors are so is. bright and vivid. I love that panel. Yeah, that's one of the standouts to me. 
Very, very, uh, very cool. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Like there are action shots with foreshortening, you know, so it's it's probably drawn in the bullpens. See, this is what you don't do. <laughs> Sp spider That's what spider you don't do. got to push. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that one. At least they have Dr. Doom in there. Yeah. Look at this uh, red skull device down here on the bottom, man. It's awesome with the rumble lettering. That's fun. It's professional looking, you know, like I bet this is produced in could, the bullpen. Could just be like, um Yeah, yeah, like, uh, and probably fast. Yeah. But like you would see like those hostess ads or something, you know, a lot of that stuff was, we'll sell the advertising and you want it to be like a comic or use our characters. That stuff was just coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. So I'm not going to, you got to do your diligence, man. And the people last year saw the video, they did their diligence, and the guy came up to us, thanked us. He was like, dude, I sold the fuck out. But uh, at Trident Studios on Instagram right here is the, is the name of the game, man. Maybe from there, you'll be able to figure out how to uh, how to get these. But there's certainly a finite amount. And this is that kind of gray zone thing, man, where DC ain't about to be publishing this. Chip Kid ain't... This is past post Jim Chip Kid. Like he don't, don't care about this kind of stuff. And that that's actually a funny thing because you know he was telling us about what he wants his third wave to be, and reasonably older fella. Like this is clearly his era. He's gonna fall off. So like we're not gonna get the GI Joe comic reprints from that stuff or or any of that post shit. You know what I would even take, man? Give me all the Bazooka Joe comics. That'd be really interesting. Cause like I know what I know, and and because we're uh we're you know 80s 90s kids, something tells me the old Bazooka Joe comics didn't have metal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stuff too just disappears completely from history, and that's part of why I'm so grateful that this kind of technology exists now, where it's somebody who's into these kind of odd collectibles. They can do this. They can share this and preserve it. You know, push it down through another generation or two through this preservation. So. You call it bootlegs on one hand, but also like, what happens to it if the guy doesn't bootleg this stuff? We we prefer the term archivist. There you go. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good word for it. But man, I'm grateful that, that people are preserving this kind of comics because otherwise it's just gone. Totally. Super fun conversation. We gotta put our heads together. We gotta convince Marvel DC, man, to like, you gotta hire a guy. You gotta stretch Sven of touch, man, and make him make, do some outreach to try to sell some of this stuff, man, and, and add it to the action figures and, and serials and wherever else. Fuck it would be movies. fantastic to have a Marvel or a DC collection of like all of these little comics. Cause like I said, people have sent me like these Hulk comics that are like this big. I don't know what they were packaged in. Uh, I think some of them might've come out of like bubble gum machines and things, you know, like there's such an odd history of that stuff. I would, I would pony up for a book of that if Marvel was gonna put out a big collection of uh, just all the promo marketing advertising comics that they've done over the past 70 years like i mean it's going to go back to the to the silver age so i'd love to see more of that stuff yeah but what i'm saying is we need new readers and uh get them while they're young drug dealer philosophy that's the other <laughs> thing you know stuffing this stuff into cereal boxes like why not that seems like a pretty no-brainer uh concept and you know what for that matter these new companies that all show up and they want to promote comics and they want to sell their new comics Take Marvel and DC's lunch, man. Try to figure out these partnerships with, with companies like Post that are putting out millions of copies of stuff. Get your comics in those things. And for Magic Spoon, you guys got to romance us a little bit more because <laughs> your CPM shit, that ain't nothing to us, man. You good to go? Yeah. Okay, Fabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. Uh, the Kayfabers and the King Kayfabers uh, and your Kayfabe hosts are doing what we can 
to create new comic readership. And what we're going to do is Cartoonist Kayfabe Comic Book Christmas in July, that last Saturday in July. Me, Jimmy, and all the Kayfabe audience are going around town to the free little lending libraries in our neighborhoods and adjacent towns. We're stuffing those things to the brim full of comics uh, to create a situation where people can just happen upon comics. Give them a shot. Become uh, hooked for life as we are. Uh, the videos are brought to you by the books that we make, but we also have a Patreon. And the King Kayfabers at that Patreon uh, just saw this video, just saw this recording session. They might have scooped up all the rest of the copies. So uh, I got King Fa Kayfabers weighing in that they just ordered both sets. There it is, man. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, it, 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 it does you well to support Cartoonist Kayfabe at that level. But ultimately, the videos are brought to you by the books that we make. And right now you're looking at a healthy bibliography of our past works. But we have new stuff out. Jimmy, tell the people what's going on. Fresh off the presses, man. This is my latest self-published comic, True Crime Funnies. Features three non-fiction stories. One is a traditional crime comic about a drug cop. The other two wrestling stories. Uh, one definitely crime. One is about Andy Warhol's uh, dalliance with the squared circle, so maybe not as criminal on that one, but still a nonfiction story. And I've been getting requests for this. I sold them at Heroes, and they're coming up on my website Saturday, June 24th. So pick those up if you weren't able to get a copy at Heroes. And I'm making it a sale, man. This is my summer sale. I'm bringing out stuff from my past. This is the Octobriana Blacklight comic. I'll have a few of those available if you missed that Kickstarter. The Wrestling Zine, a collection of wrestling art, and uh, some of it covers, some of it commissions, some of it just wrestlers I like and felt like drawing. Um, I'm also going to have screen prints. Basically, I went through my archives to bring stuff to Heroes, and now I'm going to offer that on my website while supplies last. Some of this stuff is pretty scarce, so uh, check it out starting Saturday, June 24th. Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is the big book coming out uh, this holiday season. Uh, we have uh, just gone to press. We had to guess how many of these things to uh, publish for this first round. So get in ASAP because it's going to go fast. And I don't know that we're going to be able to supply everybody who wants one up front. Uh, we're collecting the four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree, but we're adding 140 pages of additional content that was not in those first four volumes. So you're getting a lot of extra art that uh, you do not have in those first four books. Uh, scoop this up, put this on your pre-order list, talk to your shop, uh, get it get it while it's hot. Uh, another Christmas release that we're gonna have in November is the X-Men Grand Design Trilogy trade paperback. Uh, we are collecting all of my X-Men Grand Design works into like a 250, 260 page uh, trade paperback that uh, is going to collect you know two or three of these volumes have been out of print for some time bring those suckers back to print for the first time in a while and red room crypto killers is uh, my latest effort issue one is out there issue two should be out any time now uh, within the next couple of weeks but i definitely encourage everybody to scoop up red room crypto killers three because that's going to be a hot key in the ed piscor bibliography uh the daily strip that i'm working on uh that i'm going to release once i start when it's once i have 100 strips completed uh the characters that uh, are going to be the subject of that strip are uh, introduced in a backup feature in uh, Crypto Killers in issue number three. So put that on your pull list for sure. Uh, there's two trade paperbacks of Red Room out there right now. But uh, Jimmy, tell the people what else we have going on. Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, hats, fanny packs, stickers, and more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video. There you have it, boys and girls. A lot of great ways to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Comic Book Christmas in July and send us your pics. 
Without further ado, Jimmy, give him those marching orders so that we can be on our way. Make more comics.